Good morning. Welcome to another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada. Today I'm doing a Prada Potpourri, which is a roundup of different links to click on, skip over, um, just generally enjoy. Now, for a lot of people in the U.S., summer is only just getting started. For me, I go back to school on August 2nd, so my summer is winding down fast. It always flies by quickly, you know, highly anticipated and then gone in a blink. But this year, more than ever. On June 1st, I moved from one town to another, and it took a good three weeks to get settled as contractors here in this apartment finished the punch list. I went to different stores gathering last minute things I needed. And then that plus some other issues made this year's summer break seem like really just a blink. During the summer, the SBC annual meeting didn't go well. That took energy from me because I care about the SBC and my church is SBC. And then the plagiarism scandal from its new president really pushed me over the edge. There are some issues that seem to really tie me up in knots, and plagiarism is one. I hate the deception, the lying, and the laziness of it, and it offends God severely, as that verse in Jeremiah 23 shows. Pastors are given a high position in God's economy, and they are to share the word of God with the people, divide it rightly. So when pastors deliberately fail at this repeatedly, in my mind, it's a sin of the highest order. So all that wearied me too. So let's take a break. For this issue today, here are just some nice, wholesome, pleasant links for you that have nothing to do with any scandal, and most of them really nothing to do with Christianity. Not that I'm disparaging Christianity, but let's take a break from the heavy theology, scandals, and other issues, and just look at some books, music, art, and enjoy the summer. Now in the books category, I like Carrie Graham Cohen's and her husband um, blog. It's called, uh, what is it called? Carrie's Busy Nothings. She and her husband adopted five children from Latin America a few years ago, so understandably her blog writing has slowed down a bit, but her reading hasn't. She does a a series called What's on My Bookshelf, and that's what this issue is about today for um, the link I put. Her, Her adopted children didn't know English or much of anything outside their home country. The oldest was sullen and resentful. So in this um, link, Carrie relates a beautiful story of striving to find common ground with her newly adopted kids through reading aloud. In the link, she reviews the enchanted hour, the miraculous power of reading aloud in an age of distraction. And she offers a beautifully written personal experience story too. It's really nice. The Shakers. 
I lived in southern Maine for almost 30 years, um, quite close to the last remaining active Shaker village at Sabbath Day Lake. The Shakers were an offshoot movement of the Quakers, starting here in America in the 1780s. And I linked to a story from the Portland Press Herald about that peculiar place of the past with only a toehold in the now. There are only three um, active Shakers left living there, and they're planning for the future, the article talks about. It's titled, A 21st Century Shaker Story, The Three People Living in the World's Only Active Shaker Community Plan for the Future. And it's from the Portland Press-Herald, and the photographs are beautiful. It really is a nice area up there. The Shakers insisted on celibacy and not marriage. So unless they converted new people to Shakerism, um, it was going to die out, and that's what's happening here. So look at the beautiful photos of a Maine summer and learn a little bit about the Shakers with that article. Food. At Good Cheap Eats website, Jessica reviews her experience with her subscription to a box delivery system called Imperfect Produce. It's now been changed to Imperfect Foods. Now in my area, there's a thing called Misfit Markets, among other subscription boxes you can try. While it was available in my area, I did belong to a produce co-op, not a delivery system, but you went to a location and picked up the box you ordered. Now, you could order a box, but accepted whatever came in it. At the time, it was a frugal alternative to full-price produce at the supermarket. And through that um, collective, I was introduced to produce I had not heard of before. But nowadays, I have too many food allergies and a much more limited range of produce and foods in general than I can eat. So subscription boxes won't work for me anymore, even though I keep looking. But I thought Jessica's review of this particular subscription at Imperfect Produce was fair and honest. I like the idea that you can source local produce or in other subscription boxes like Misfits and Imperfect find some produce that would not be sold at grocery stores and would otherwise be thrown out because it's dented or it grew strangely. I laugh all the time at when I'm on lunch duty at school and the kids open their little bag of carrots and there's one in there that where like two carrots grew together and it looks like they have legs and the kids go bonkers and they want to show me. They make it dance around the table and stuff. But otherwise, those foods would be thrown out. So if you can do your part, um, save some produce that's slightly imperfect and take a look at her review or maybe consider a different type of subscription box. Mansion. You want to buy an 11-acre mansion set atop the cliffs of Dover, complete with its own lighthouse? Only 4.25 million United Kingdom pounds well, you can't quite pull that out of your pocket. I love the uh, photographs of this property. Take a virtual tour. Enjoy the beauty and uh, even dream a little. 
movies. If you need a pleasing, feel-good movie to rest your eyes and not blight your soul, I enjoyed Blue Miracle with Dennis Quaid. It's based on a true story, um, and I linked to where the website The World reviews it positively if you want to find out more about it. It's set on the Sea of Cortez down in the Baja Peninsula of Mexico, so scenery is beautiful, especially when they're out fishing. Art. The bustling New York City Tribeca art scene is as far away from here, a rural county with cows and pastures and farmers trundling up the road on tractors, but that's why I'm fascinated with it. People in America live vastly different lives from each other in vastly diverse settings. So I linked to an art essay on the Tribeca gallery scene and the realtor who helped bustle it. Cats. I've been missing having a cat lately. Not enough to get another one. And my lease forbids animals anyway. So I've satisfied my need to see kitties with watching YouTube videos. And of those, as we all know, thousands of cat videos abound. And I stumbled on a short series from a couple called Rachel and June, J-U-N, it's a man, he's Japanese, who had pity on a starving injured cat, caught it and brought it home to foster in their small apartment in Japan. Now each video is maybe like 10 or 11 minutes. There were three or four of them. Really nice. And it's just nice to see someone who is um, taking pity on a small starving animal. I know, and she did mention that in Japan, they are less concerned with um, their animals than they are here. So it was kind of heartwarming and cute. Writing. Now we've had art, books, now a link to something about writing. I agreed with this um, blog about writing as a spiritual discipline with author Doug Eaton. And he says that writing can be for him and often is a spiritual discipline. It is for me. You know, for example, yesterday I wrote a long essay um, and it really made me wrestle with um, the scriptures that I put in it. It made me think a long time about it. So for me, that's how I absorb spiritual truths. I wash it through my mind and soul with writing. So I found it on Chally's Roundup links. So hat tip to Chally's on finding Doug Eaton's writing as a spiritual discipline. And music. Did you know at the Grace Community Church website, there's a media section of hymnology. Opera singer Philip Webb introduces a hymn by giving the backstory of its author, and then he sings it. It's a relaxing, educational suite, four minutes. You can watch each of the videos for free, but you need to sign up with email to get in. Grace Community Church doesn't spam you, though, so you can sign up 
And again, it's free. It's called Hymnology from Hymns of Grace. Well, it's going to be hot today. I've got church later tonight. And in between, I want to study a little bit and read the Word of God and just kind of generally zone out and relax. However you spend your summer day, I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. And this has been another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. Thank you.